Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Okay, here we are to end our week this Friday with morning prayer and evening prayer. So welcome to the first part of our prayer time here today in morning prayer. So we're continuing our journey through the daily office. This is an Anglican liturgical practice of worship and devotion, including this morning prayer and evening prayer, these liturgies spoken every day. And it's been an awesome experience for me just getting in the rhythm that these liturgies provide in terms of my prayer life and my scripture study, my Bible study, and it's been a great experience for me, and hopefully, if you've been with me here for a while, it's been a good experience for you, or if you're just coming in here for the first time, hopefully it will be a great experience for you. So I'm reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about the ACNA, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. should be some information in there to let you more know more about that church. There we go. Also, if you'd like to follow along with the liturgy, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. I'll have a link in the description to that website so you can follow along the liturgy from beginning to end. So as we prepare to begin here this morning, let's just quiet our hearts for a moment and prepare for worship. Okay, so again, this is morning prayer for Friday, February 9th, 2024. Oh, wow, I almost said 2023. I guess there's still a, still got to get used to that. So Friday, February 9th, 2024. In the church calendar, this is the Friday after the second to last Sunday of Epiphany, also known as Sexagesima. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and our, on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. 
and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Venite together. The Venite will begin and end with an antiphon, with the response, O come, let us adore him. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. The psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the ninth day of the month begin with Psalm 44. We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what you did in the days of old, how you drove out the nations with your hand and planted our fathers in the land, how you destroyed the nations and cast them out. For they did not possess the land by their own sword, neither was it their own arm that helped them. But by your right hand, and your arm, and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. You are my king, O God. You send help to Jacob. Through you we will overthrow our enemies, and in your name 
will we tread down upon those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow. It is not my sword that shall help me. But you save us from our enemies, and put to shame those who hate us. We make our boast in God all day long, and will praise your name forever. But now you have cast us off and put us to shame, and you do not go forth with our armies. You make us turn our backs upon our enemies, so that those who hate us plunder our goods. You let us be eaten up like sheep, and have scattered us among the nations. You sell your people for nothing, and take no money for them. You make us the reproach of our neighbors, to be laughed to scorn, and be held in derision by those who are round about us. You make us a byword among the nations, so the peoples shake their head at us. My disgrace is daily before me, and the shame of my face has covered me. Because of the voice of the slanderer and blasphemer, because of the enemy and avenger, and though all this has come upon us, yet we do not forget you, nor have we been unfaithful to your covenant. Our heart has not turned back, nor have our steps departed from your way, though you have crushed us in the haunt of jackals, and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God, or held up our hands to any strange God, Shall not God search it out? For he knows the very secrets of the heart. For your sake we are killed all the day long, and are counted as sheep appointed to be slain. Rise up, O Lord, why are you sleeping? Awake, and cast us not away forever. Why do you hide your face, and forget our misery and trouble? For our soul is brought low even to the dust, our belly cleaves to the ground. Arise, O Lord, and help us, and deliver us for your mercy's sake. Going on to Psalm 45. My heart overflows with a noble song. I will sing my words to the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the children of men. Full of grace are your lips, because God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, most mighty one, according to your honor and majesty. In your majesty be victorious. Ride out for the sake of truth to bear witness to righteousness and your right hand shall show you marvelous things. Your arrows are very sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, and the peoples shall be subdued under you. Your throne, O God, endures forever. The scepter of your kingdom is a righteous scepter. You have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you, with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All your garments smell of myrrh, aloes, and cassia. Out of the ivory palaces, stringed instruments have made you glad. 
King's daughters are among your honorable women. At your right hand stands the queen in a vesture of gold, wrought with many colors. Hearken, O daughter, and consider. Incline your ear. Forget your own people and your father's house. So shall the king have pleasure in your beauty. Since he is your lord, honor him. And the daughter of Tyre shall bring you gifts. The rich also among the peoples shall seek your favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within the palace. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought to the king in embroidered raiment. The virgins who are her companions shall bring her to you. With joy and gladness shall they bring her, and shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of your fathers, you shall have sons, whom you shall make princes in all the land. I will make your name to be remembered from one generation to another. Therefore the peoples shall praise you, world without end. And going on to Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the hills be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters rage and swell, and though the mountains shake at its tempest. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, therefore she shall not be moved. God shall help her at the break of day. The nations are in an uproar, and the kingdoms are moved. But God has lifted up his voice, and the earth shall melt away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. O come and behold the works of the Lord. What devastations he has brought upon the earth. He makes wars to cease in all the world. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear and burns the chariots in the fire. Be still then and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Genesis, beginning with the 39th chapter in the first verse. Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had brought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight, and attended him, and he made him overseer of his house, and put him in charge of all that he had. 
From the time that he made him overseer in his house, and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had, in house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And after a time his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept back anything from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her, to lie beside her or to be with her. But one day, when he went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was there in the house, she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand, and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand, and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household, and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. And she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. And she told him the same story, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us came in to me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, This is the way your servant treated me, his anger was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph, and showed him steadfast love, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge, because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, 
You humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John, beginning with the 21st chapter and the first verse. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask, ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. 
He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who had also leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers, that this disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things, and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, 
and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the second-to-last Sunday of Epiphany. Let us pray. Almighty God, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you revealed the way of eternal life to every race and nation. Pour out this gift anew, that by the preaching of the gospel, your salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Endurance. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and intercessions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together and pray the general thanksgiving. All right, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness 
to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. All right, that will bring morning prayer to a close here this morning. Thank you again for taking the time to pray with me. If you have any comments or questions or prayer requests, feel free to reach out to me at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Again, that's by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on x at commonprayer419. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't done yet done that yet. There we go. Obviously, that way you don't miss any services to come, but also if you are so inclined to give a positive rating and a positive review, that can open up the possibility for others to come across this podcast, others who may be looking for this kind of content, and the positive ratings will go a long way to letting them give this a try, so those would definitely be appreciated. So I will be back here at 5 p.m. Eastern today with evening prayer. But until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much again for joining me. God bless you, and I will see you next time.